If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call Tip today on 1-800-938-007. And you're very welcome back. Your listener says, I saw Tina D at the Heels of Hell show in Vicar Street in 2019. Brilliant performer. Well worth going to see for anybody looking for a great evening's entertainment. And another listener saying, I'm heartbroken. Listening to Tina's story, people should learn to mind their own business, let people live their own lives their own way. When they are doing no harm, why be so rude, hurtful and offensive? I'm very sorry to hear of uh, the horrible experience. I would hate to think of this happening to my children for just being themselves, says Anne-Marie. 1800-938-007. Now joining me from Tumivara is uh, Paddy O'Brien, chartered physiotherapist from the O'Brien Clinic in Tumivara. Good morning to you, Paddy. Good morning, Fran. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Good to talk to you today. You're going to speak to us about orthotics, uh, Paddy. Uh, will you tell me what that is? Yeah, Fran, it's, uh, I suppose it's one we spoke about before on the show and I get a lot of queries here in the clinic about orthotics. So basically orthotics are, are, are like an insole, but they're a custom-made device for your feet. And I suppose the first misconception I should get out there with people is that um, people think that because they have flat feet, that they automatically need orthotics. Um, now, I would more like, as a physio, go the route of if you're having pain in your feet, pain in your knees, pain in your hips or your lower back, and your feet can easily be the root of your problem. So, as I said before we started, they're custom-made device, so they need to be made in a lab, in a lab the prescription form has to be written. You have to 3D imprint of your feet. So it's a quite a complicated process. So an educated clinical eye trained in doing these devices is, is essential, really. And what sort of issues are we talking about that helping with? So, so for example, friend, our, our feet are naturally supposed to what we call pronate, flatten out as we walk. And they're naturally supposed to get to absorb forces. And some people's feet are overly pronated, so they're overly flat as they walk. So that can change the angle of the inside of their ankle. And if you picture there, Fran, as you're sitting there, if you walk and the inside of your knee starts to kind of what we call rotate inward too much, and that can implications on your hip and your and, and your lower back. So you start to develop pain if you stand for a living or if you exercise or you walk. So in other words, if you have pain in your joints, then it's an angular thing. It's a biomechanical thing. That's the angle of your feet that are influencing how the rest of your joints move. Well, then you're a perfect candidate for a custom-made device like an orthotic. Do you find people come to you and they have no idea that they have an issue with this? Absolutely, friend. I mean, they're the ones, I suppose, that are, are the most satisfying because they've probably been to a lot of people, even consultants, about hip pain or knee pain or back pain. Um, and if you just actually address the angular deformities of their feet and um, it can offload their pain that they're suffering from so what i would do in the clinic i mean we do a, we have an attachment for an ipad and it gives you a 3d image of the feet and that's easy enough to do because the software does the job for you but it's the clinical eye friend getting someone up and walking in the gym here get them on the treadmill doing video analysis of how they move and how the angles are interfering with their pain and you can actually educate the patient and say, listen, it's your feet that are causing your pain in your knee. It's your feet that are causing the pain in your hip or your lower back. They're instantly, I suppose, shocked that, that number one, it is their feet, but they're so happy when they get their devices in their shoes and they have no pain. If it's not addressed, Paddy, does it lead to severe hip problems like replacement and all of that kind of thing as well? 
Great question, Fran. Yeah, I mean, it, it, absolutely. So, I mean, I suppose what we're trying to do here at the clinic is that we're getting kids in in paediatrics and we're seeing kids with overly pronated feet. And if you act early, then you're obviously preventing things from getting worse. But I have lots of clients, Fran, that are coming in um, and they have deformities within their feet and how they walk. And it has definitely contributed to wearing out a knee or wearing out a hip. But if it's caught early, um, absolutely, it can definitely prevent that from happening. All right. So ju- just for clarity then, I mean, what symptoms should people be aware of to make them maybe go along to you and get assessed? Yeah, if you have pain anywhere in your ankle, in your knee or your hip, and you can't remember hurting it, and if it's of gradual onset that you're just literally saying my hip or my knee or my ankle has been gradually getting worse as I've maybe started an exercise routine as I've started to walk more or I'm or I'm aging. I suppose they're the ones that are classic examples. It's a gradual onset without any traumatic episode. Um, any swelling, any redness in the feet in general, any high pressurized points like a callus formation on the skin on the on the big toe, on the inside of the ankle or on the heel. Stuff like that, they're obviously massive indicators that there's actually too much pressure or too much force going through that angle of your hind foot more so than it should be. And a, and, a, and a customized orthotic will help change that angle, turn your foot in a certain way, which will cause it to be happier as you walk. I hope it's not a stupid question, but do, do bunions play a part in this, for example? <laughs> no, it's not a stupid question, Fran. It's absolutely very relevant, actually. It's partly the, the reason. You see, if you think about it logically, again, we have uh, three parts to our foot, for example. The hind foot, the midfoot, and the forefoot. And the bunion is the big toe, which is the forefoot. So if, you, if the angle of your hind foot is turning inwards, well, it causes your arch to collapse, which causes massive pressure through your big toe. So absolutely, if you offload the back of your foot, the middle of your foot, then you can get less risk of developing a bunion. But even if you have a mild bunion, you can actually prevent it from getting any worse. It's very interesting. Indeed. So it's a trained eye, friend, really, yeah. this formation. It's someone that can see angular changes and relate them to the whole body chain rather than just looking at a foot and banging in an insole thinking, oh, that'll do it. But it's actually looking at the angles of the body and how it moves, how you write the prescription for that person is essential because a few degrees left or right wrong can actually make someone worse or not make a difference at all. And it's a waste of money. Right. But it's kind of interesting. People could literally go through the whole life and not realise they have flat feet, for example, or... Yeah, absolutely, fine. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, friend. There are some people that will come in here with with, with probably overly pronated feet or flat feet, but they're they're not really having massive issues. And then people can get away with just having good footwear and and are lucky. But I suppose it's the angle I, I said of the knees and the hips, yes. as well as the f- flat feet. Well, that's the recipe for disaster. Right? Is fallen arches the same as flat feet? Yeah, pretty much, friend. You can call it overpronation is the fancy way of saying it, but flat feet and fallen arches, absolutely, friend. It, co- it correlates all the same, yeah. Right, here's a question that you're very familiar with, I'm sure. Jenny was on to us and she wants to know, when I ask Paddy what advice he has for somebody suffering with plantar fasciitis. How, how do you pronounce that? F- uh, plantar fasciitis. Fasciitis, isn't it? Uh, what, what about that, Paddy? Yeah, it ties in perfectly with the conversation, friend, really. I mean, plantar fasciitis, the plantar fascia, is um, on the sole of our feet is basically a long fan-shaped muscle that goes from our heel right up to the balls of our toes and it can become quite inflamed and sore if you're overusing the body by running on different surfaces by inadequate shock absorption overly flat feet someone with a high arch even the wrong footwear I see it a lot in people that commence a new exercise routine and probably go too hard too soon and they get a little inflammation of that little fan-shaped muscle and some people that are training on hard ground during the summer, um, inadequate footwear again can cause it. 
very debilitating, friend. Very sore. Uh, first thing in the morning, they put their foot to the floor. They're limping. Um, and it really plays havoc with sports people as well. So, yeah, I mean, an insole, a narcotic um, physio treatment and a proper assessment is, is going to get rid of that for you, probably. Interesting question, Paddy. One of our listeners wanted to know, would somebody who needs a knee replacement benefit from orthotics? Uh, absolutely. It depends on how severe or how far they're gone with their arthritis in their knee. So, for example, if someone's at end stage and they're about to get a replacement and they're very sore and swollen and really badly need the replacement, I would advise that person to go for the replacement and then maybe seek advice about the angles after the surgery because a, a knee replacement usually changes the whole angle of how somebody walks and it actually corrects all the deformity that they've got. If they're only mild arthritis or they're moderate arthritis and they're kind of not really too, I suppose, keen on getting the knee done, Absolutely, they'd be a candidate for getting assessed for orthotics to change the angle for them. Right, but but post surgery, you think uh, all all of the it's all done. You don't need the orthotics. Probably the not, Fran. As regards the knee pain, is probably sorted by having, I suppose, the new the new knee in. But you have to think about the other knee. I suppose both feet have to be assessed because you might have the same deformity in the other foot and might cause a little bit of wear and tear in the other knee. So an assessment is probably worthwhile just in case to see what the other knee and foot is doing. But usually their knee pain is started with, with, um, with, an, with a new knee. Yeah, Margaret is in Clanmel and she's asking questions about footwear, I suppose, in terms of uh, adding insult to injury where, where foot conditions are concerned. And she's particularly conscious about flip-flops, for example. How does Paddy feel about this? Uh, you know, this is a massive field, friend. The footwear ties into perfectly the, the orthotics. I mean, I mean, we all wear flip-flops in the, in the, in the summer weather. Um, they are quite flat. That's the only thing. They're improved over the years, so you can get a kind of a flip-flop or a sandal or a slider or a slip-on, uh, slipper as they call them nowadays. And they're, they're quite chunky and they're a little bit better than what we used to wear when we were younger. But like, it, it depends, friend. If someone's only wearing them from A to B, going to the beach or getting in and out of the car if they're driving somewhere, fine. But if you're walking long distance in them, I wouldn't advocate it because there's not enough support in them. Right. Um, one thing I saw friend, a lot actually this summer here was um, because the ground was so hard, Lots of sports people coming in with um, plantar fasciitis and Achilles tendon pain um, on the basis of that they were wearing their football boots or hurling boots running a lot instead of when they're not playing matches. So it's a classic example that Margaret is saying that if you're wearing runners, for example, when you're running on a hard surface like a pitch and you don't need your mm. boots, it's a classic example of footwear being a cause of the factor to the pain, you know. Right, a listener says, I broke the outer bone in my foot and so now I'm having ankle and knee problems. I'm 70. Does Paddy have any advice? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a prime example. So if you had a bit of a fracture, that means that person's been immobilized for a period. So they've probably got a lot of muscle weakness and that can cause a lot of uh, problems up the body then. So again, looking at the angles of how the body has responded to the fracture, uh, what weaknesses they have to strengthen up the muscles can offload the pain they're getting higher up. Some people found with a fracture have spent long periods on crutches or in a boot or a cast and they've learned to walk differently. So subconsciously, they mightn't be walking properly anymore, which is causing pain somewhere else. So that person would definitely benefit from a full biomechanical assessment and making sure that their gait pattern is normalized, their strengths are put back to place, and that pain should go. Right. Somebody wondering about how long the assessment takes, Paddy. Yeah, Fran, usually I would be 45 minutes, an hour, maybe 45 minutes. Depends on the severity of things coming in. Yes. The actual process of doing orthotics, friend, due to technology, has improved. Like I said, it's, it's taken a 3D image on an iPad of the feet. And, but the assessment I do is on a gym. It might be on a treadmill. It might not. It depends it's how severe things are, whether I need to see people moving or not. 
All right. All sorts of questions in about prices and the, the like. It's best that people would talk to yourselves there, I guess, Paddy. How can they do that? The uh, best plan is to contact us on the phone is 067 or they can uh, email us at info at o'brienclinic.ie. All right. Always good to talk to you, Paddy, and thank you for your time today. Thank you. Good morning Thanks, to man. you. Bye-bye. That's Paddy O'Brien there of uh, O'Brien's uh, clinic, uh, physiotherapy clinic in uh, Tumivara chatting to us uh, today. That wraps up the show for today. Emma produced, Ali looks after our content and Stephen is on the way and I will talk to you tomorrow. Do look after yourselves in the meantime, won't you? Bye-bye. Tip today with Fran Curry With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie